are divided, pain prevails. Recently, the ministerial met and we had representation from the Valuable School District. They told us over 100 young people are displaced and living on couches, uh, homeless. Hard to imagine in our community here in Lancaster County that there are so many struggling to make ends meet. There are no simple answers. But I do know one thing. We have an enemy of our soul. The, the devil, he knows his time is short. and He's working overtime uh, to cause chaos more and more. As he knows, his end is approaching. But as we think of that, we also think of the glorious hope that Jesus Christ is coming soon. Praise the Lord. Could be today. We don't know. But old to live in readiness. Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1, But know this, in the last days, perilous times will come. Oh yes, many, many things have changed in our lives in recent years. And it seems like our society continues to decline. Voices are calling for change in government that are anti-God and anti-biblical values. But as one studies history, there were dark days in the past in this world of ours. In the midst of all of this, the message comes bright and clear that Jesus Christ, the true meaning of Christmas, came into the world. Praise his name. Notice there verse 2 where the prophet Isaiah tells us of a people who walked in darkness. They have now seen a great light. It has shown upon them. One day, our day is dark. Sin, wickedness. But praise the Lord that Jesus came on the scene and all changed. And now we can live. We can be delivered from and living to his honor and glory. Verse 6 says, For unto us, a child is born. Isaiah lists these wonderful names. Now, you can decide whether there's just four names there or just five. I rather think there's five because in the version that I read from, there was a comma after wonderful. So I'm going to share it that way, but it's, it's all right either way to look at. But what is in a name? Perhaps your name has special meaning. I am. Uh, I was thankful that my parents chose to name me after my father. I always counted that to be an honor, to be a junior. And then our firstborn, we named after me, he's the third. And now it can get confusing at times. <laughs> Daddy went by J. Mark, I always went by John, and then of course our son was John Mark. Until he got older, he likes John better. So now when they say, John, we both go. <laughs> Last night, we had the privilege of having the key for Christmas here in the church basement, and there was 41 of us. We thought there may be near 50, but you understand why my wife thought it would be better to have it here than in our house. <laughs> and it worked out very well. So thank you to the church so that we had that opportunity. Yes, parents, for one reason or another, named their children a particular name. Perhaps it's after a special family member or some other reason. Think of our daughter, Joy. She was born the day after Christmas, so she became our Christmas Joy. 
I've read about Native American Indians that uh, have unique names, and I've never been to South Dakota. Maybe some here have been. But there are South Indians that live there, and many, if not all, have names with very strong meanings. It's typical of who they are and maybe what they're doing. To such is the name Martin Brokenleg, Diane Stands Tall, Dolores Proud of Many, and on it can go. Jesus Christ has a meaning in his name as well, above all other names. So let's look at what Isaiah is saying here to us. First of all, the name Wonderful. Isn't Jesus wonderful? Amen. Praise the Lord. We, we pray for his help. We pray for his guidance and direction. And truly, he is the best counselor anyone could ever have in need. Oh, what a friend we have in Jesus. Notice that Jesus is called wonderful, wonderful in all that he did, wonderful in who he is. He mingled with sinners, yet was without sin. He walked among people in his day. But it was the religious leaders of that day that would never have done what he was doing. In fact, they despised him. They were more afraid of contaminating their bodies and becoming unclean than getting down in the dirt and fire helping someone in need. Yes, Jesus associated with the rich, with the publicans. And yet he had no place to lay his head. He was acquainted with them and yet untainted by their wealth or their sin. And that's an important truth, I believe, for us to grasp hold of. We do not have to be like the world to win the world. Too many have gone that route and have fallen victim of Satan's temptations. Some lead a lie to, that we need to indulge in their sin and excesses for them to listen to us. This is what Titus tells us in Titus 2. It's teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and ungodly in this present age, looking for the blessed hope and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from every lawless deed and purify for himself his own people, zealous for good works. Speak these things, exhort and rebuke with all authority, and let no one despise you. You see, Paul is saying, follow me as I follow Christ. Imitate me as I imitate him. That should be our goal as we reach out to help others. Let's be the hands of Jesus extended to touch lives. Secondly, there's the counselor. Yes, Jesus is wonderful, but he's also the counselor, our counselor. If ever the world needed counsel of Christ, it's today. Oh, I'm excited to hear that many are coming to salvation through Christ in many parts of the world. China, Iran, uh, just to name a few. They're accepting him as their divine advocate and counselor, praise the Lord. They're finding that in him they have solutions to, to life's problems and their needs are being met. And that encourages me to tell you today that he is able 
to meet your need, whatever it may be. Praise the Lord. That's the God we serve. When we put our complete trust in Him along with our confidence, yes, He is there and He's meeting with you wherever you are. And then He's called the mighty God. The one who created the heavens and the earth. All that we know, all that we can see today. You know, He still maintains the earth. It's spinning at a proper rate around the sun. If it wasn't, we'd freeze to death, or we would fry like a chicken. And it's all under his control. He's maintaining what he has made. And so we can be putting our complete trust in him this morning, and our confidence that yes, he cares for every one of us. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Someday, Jesus will make all wrongs right. He's going to be a just God. Looking down from heaven, God sees our fallen world. And one day he said, they need a Savior. And so he came down as a tiny babe in a manger. No, God didn't send down his large angelic army to accomplish his majestic purposes. He came down as a tiny little innocent Jesus is the God man. He is the Father. He and the Father are one. And so he came from the Father. That's why we can call him the mighty God. Fourthly, he is the everlasting Father. God has existed before time again, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He said, I am the great I am. Wrap your mind around that. He was always. He didn't have a beginning like you and I have. He's the great I am. And God is still reigning today. He's on his throne. Sometimes as we look around and turn the news on, it gets a little distressing. But I keep telling myself, wait a minute. God's still on his throne. My wife says, turn that off. I'm tired of hearing it. And don't we all get the feeling that way sometimes? Oh, I love that song, the Hallelujah Chorus. I gave Stan a break today. I almost uh, thought of asking him to sing it. We could sing that. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful song. I trust sometime over the Christmas season you'll hear it. It was, comes out of Handel's Messiah. And he says, he is the everlasting father, no beginning and no end. George Frederick Handel wrote these words, 1741, and we still sing them and are blessed by them. He shall reign forever and ever, forever and ever, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. So then when Jesus was born as a babe in a manger, there wasn't his beginning, but rather his incarnation. He who is the designer of the universe was born there in that tiny Bethlehem town. He said in John 8, uh, 58, before Abraham was, I am. He's the everlasting father, amen? Amen. amen. And then the prince of peace, the prince of peace. Oh, many nations, O 
where history had fought and won, and lost battles and wars. Finally, leaders sit down and they draw up a peace accord and they sign it. Peace at last! The people cry out. But only to see how short peace really is. It said that some peace accord papers last just about as long as the ink dries on the document. Friends, there is never going to be lasting peace in this world until the Prince of Peace comes. I'm looking forward to that thousand year reign of peace, aren't you? Why, that's going to be something. The Prince of Peace comes to reign in righteousness for a thousand years. And oh yes, at the very end, the devil's going to be loose for a season. He's going to begin again to cause strife and hatred. But I really think what it is, all those that are born through that period of time have to make the same choice or decision that we've made. Am I going to follow Christ or am I not? We know that no lasting peace is found apart from a close relationship with Jesus Christ. Oh, meet him daily in your quiet time, whether it's in the morning, at noon, any time of the morning. You know, it's our enemy, the devil, that fights us so hard. We keep you so busy, pre preoccupied, or to forget, because he knows how important that time is. All of it's part of our little time with Jesus. He wants to fill your heart with his peace this Christmas as you put your total trust in him. Amen. Well, the full meaning of these five names from the writings of Isaiah the prophet, I trust will help us as we call upon the name of the Lord. Because he wants to give to everyone of strength and hope and joy to face whatever we face now or in the tomorrow's coming year. Friends, there's a new day coming. One of these days, Christ is coming back. But before that, oh, I pray that he would come into your heart and life and you can call him Savior. Call him Master. Call him Lord. Yes, a day's coming. There's going to be a golden age, and I just referred to it, a thousand years. We call it the millennial period. Read about it there in Revelation 20, 4 through 6. Study it for yourself. But Isaiah says in Isaiah 65, verse 17, for behold, I create a new heaven and a new earth, and the former shall not be remembered or come to mind. Does that tell us that we get the glory and we're with Christ and we come into this world and new heaven and new earth? We're not remembered at that. I think it's going to be so glorious and so wonderful that naturally you'll just be so filled and thrilled, you won't think of much anything else. Oh, what a glorious hope for all of us. Especially those that are living in war-torn countries today. For the believers that are worshiping in secret, in hiding. They're waiting his return just as we are here today. And this is all going to come about by the design and plan of God. As Isaiah said, the zeal of the Lord will his plans are in motion, no matter what we may see or hear today in our world. But Jesus is at the right hand of his Father, 
looking down, thinking about you and me today, interceding for everyone. Someday he'll come again, not as a babe in a manger, but as a the king of kings, a word of words. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, snap of a finger, flash of lightning, and all of these are very quick. We read in Philippians 2, that that name of Jesus, every knee should bow, those on earth, those under the earth, those, that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Aren't you thankful today that you know him and you've already bowed your knee in worship and praise? It's not going to be a new thing for us at that point. He says in the next verse, Come, let him who thirsts Oh, whoever desires, let him take of the water of life freely. Remember the day when you first tasted the water of life, when you accepted Jesus as your Savior. Oh, what a wonderful day that was. I shall never forget it. A little old-fashioned technique, a young boy, lad, about 10 years old. I knelt in an old prayer that accepted Jesus in and all the peace and the warmth that I felt, my sins were forgiven. Here today, you have not experienced that. Oh, I welcome you. You can come down and kneel at the bench and we'll pray with you. And Jesus, most of all, will be here to meet you in spirit and from the heart of life. It's my prayer today that we will take the message of Christmas and make it personal. And then share the great meaning with others. It wouldn't change in every heart who accepted him as Savior. The Sunday school lesson today stand with sharing of the opportunities the Lord brings our way. I thank God for those times that I did obey and I share with others, but then I think so many times I could have done better. I missed opportunities. But oh, as God's children, let's, let's just share the love of Christ. It may just be a few words. I'll never forget the day of my brother's funeral. People were coming, and I didn't know very many of them, and I saw uh, a couple talking to Trudy there in the aisle before the service started, and then she came up and whispered in my ear. She said, you're never guess what I just heard. This gentleman said, you don't know me, but I worked with Ron a number of years ago. And he said, life just became meaningless. And he said, I just felt like running away from everything. I just put it out there. On the however they do it, email or text, and he said, I only got one answer, and that was from Ron. He said, Run to Jesus. He said, Today I'm a believer. So take time to answer those texts if you can. And hear the word for Christ. You never know what they mean. And so, Jesus, today, may you be your wonderful, be your counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father. And Prince of Peace. God bless you as you remember others in this joyous time of celebration. Would you stand with us?